They're supposed to be live right now, eight o'clock. So if you're over here checking out points of view right now instead of that, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <So. laughs> JC Rock is like just seeing in the money business. Listen, hey fam, that's big news. Anything that gets hundreds of thousands of people checking it out live on social media. The DJ Premier joint and, and RZA almost did a million live viewers, 800 and something thousand live people watching at one time. That's just going to make the news. That's just going to make the news, all right? We're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Anyway, this is Points of View. Uh, this is our uh, talk segment. And tonight, uh, I've been trying since we started this. We, this is our third week of the reboot of Points of View. And I've been trying to move past anything dealing with coronavirus, anything like that, right? 404-670, coming to your phone line. 347-934-0966, that's the number to dial into the show. I'll pin it up here on the, uh, I'll pin it up here on the, uh, Instagram in a minute when I get a second. Uh, anyway, I've been trying to move past anything dealing with the coronavirus, right? But, it's still literally the biggest thing being talked about. There are no sports to talk about except that Jordan documentary last night. I actually didn't get a chance to see that. Because I was busy working on some stuff on the website. Slipped my mind, so I'm about to on demand that. But I woke up this morning and it was he was the greatest, he's the greatest ever again. LeBron LeBron and Jordan debates all over my timeline. Everybody all of a sudden recognizes how great Scottie Pippen is. Anyway, I was trying to come up with something else to talk about. <clears throat> I was. But I can't. You know why? Because first of all, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. And today, the governor of this great state of Georgia has been one of the governors following the imbecile in charge who has decided to... ah, Coronavirus? Coronavirus. No big deal. We're back over for business. And I was going I was trying to move past it. I was trying to just find something else to talk about. But these freaking clowns just won't allow me to move on. Every time I try to come up with something else, they do something so idiotic that I have to address it on this show because it's literally the most pressing issue that I can think of right now. It's literally a life or death situation. And they're playing with it like it's not. I have once again been informed that a very close friend of mine lost a parent to this same damn virus past weekend. My grandpa Smith, God bless his soul, he passed away this weekend. Because of all this going on, we can't even have a proper proper memorial. And, And so this is still affecting us my daily life people that I know people that I know people dying and I just got to give it one more week because now everybody wants to open back up for business like it's nothing they open up the beaches in Florida first a couple other places like I said we're based in Atlanta Georgia I'm, I'm broadcasting live from Atlanta our governor, Governor Kemp, Trump supporter, Republican, he just said he's opening up restaurants, hair salons, bowling alleys, movie theaters, 
Oh yeah Everybody's just Opening this shit back up Like it's nothing Alright <clears throat> And I just can't I just cannot For the life of me Understand why <laughs> Why Why Because first of all You've already Failed At setting the initial date Which was Completely fucking ludicrous Of Easter And nobody in their right mind Felt like We were nowhere near Having a handle on this thing By Easter So The buffoonery was already in play 347-934-0966 That's the number to dial into the show 347-934-0966 That's the number to dial into the show Alright I'm going to put it up there on the split screen Over there on the Facebook live page Because I want you guys to call in Because this show Is all about Calling in So I'm going to I'm going to flip it to my screen with the call-in number. Stays up there. All right? There you go. 347-934-0966. Hit the phone lines. Please, call in right now. I'm ready to take your call. Because I want to hear from you. Do any Does anybody think that this country should be opened back up and everybody should just be going about their way right now? Today. Not eventually. Not next month. Today, because there are people that are opening the state back up like today. Ours is supposed to be the end. I think Friday is when Governor Kemp said everything is going to be good to go. So I guess in between now and Friday, they're going to have more tests, enough tests for everybody. Uh, Less people are going to be dying. Uh, 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 Some sort of a vaccine, uh, more ventilators, uh, all of this, all of this supposed to be obviously I guess apparently happening before Friday because that's when we finna be back open for business in Atlanta well the state of Georgia the mayor of Atlanta not having it because we got a mayor named Keisha she really don't give a damn what Mr. Kemp thinks so she gonna assert her authority where she sees fit but these governors that are running these states are eagerly Ready to open them back up. And it's because of the money. Let's make no mistake about it. 770-837. I'm coming to your phone lines now. Make no mistake about it. This is a simple decision of. Is the economy more important than people's lives? Is the money more important than the people's lives? We've, we've seen already throughout all of this. That the lack of regard for human life is completely ridiculous. And we're not even talking about just in general. We're talking about. If people are supposed to be worth their salt, you know, if you're supposed to be a productive member of society, if you're supposed to be someone that really matters in this grand scheme of things, this capitalist country, we obviously don't even give a damn about doctors because we had doctors out here risking their lives not properly protected. So obviously the human life versus the dollar is a lose-lose every time. Let the people in charge tell it. But right now we get ready to open a lot of states. Back up, and the president is leaving it up to the governors. <clears throat> Some governors are saying, "To hell with it." Beaches are open, restaurants are open. Some mayors may push back, but for the most part, the governors have the most power. I'm going to the phone lines now. All right, uh, area code seven seven zero eight three seven. What's up? Who's this? Oh, hold on. I bet I got to turn your mic on. Hello. What's up, PD? Oh, this is JC. JC, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, thank you for calling in. So, you know, you're, you're actually, you actually live in the same city I live in, basically the same state at least. 
uh, Metro Atlanta. Nobody re- never really lives in Atlanta hardly. Some people do, some people don't, but most of us live in Metro Atlanta. But what do you think right now? Go ahead and give it to me. You think that, uh, and you're somebody whose job that you told me was affected, you know, your hours and stuff was affected. So it's not like you're, you don't have a say in this. Like your money has been affected because of your hours were cut at your other job. And so at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you're losing money behind this, but do you think we should be opening up movie theaters, <laughs> salons, restaurants, bowling alleys? Why the fuck do we even need bowling alleys open right now? But anyway, <laughs> what do you think about that? Go ahead. Well, PD, I think it's a little premature and, and stuff like that. And you're right, I am an essential worker. And right now we furloughed for the time being. You know, for a good week, and we'll be back. We'll be back to business next week. But yeah, I just think this is a, a little too premature. I say waiting at least till May the or at least June. You know, for precautionary reasons. But as far as you know, the movie theaters and all that stuff like that, I'm like, uh, everybody better get used to just putting it on video. I mean, you heard about the movie Trolls. All the little kids are watching it via via whatever streaming site. Everybody will be fine without a movie theater. And yeah, push back the date. That's that's what Fast and the Furious is doing. Yeah, we'll listen, be all right. I just don't. I can I can understand why they never close certain stuff. Obviously, you can't close down what's quote unquote essential. But none of the stuff that is opening back up, that any of these governors that are opening them back up is essential. I haven't heard anybody just start to open up stuff that people were like, oh my God, we can't live, literally live, because they literally, they didn't, not, nothing shut down that you can't live without. Right? They didn't shut down Amazon. They didn't tell the Postal Service they can't deliver packages. They didn't shut down Walmart. They didn't shut down gas stations. They didn't shut down auto supply stores, people to fix their cars so they could still get back and forth to work to people who can. They didn't shut down utilities. They didn't shut anything down that wasn't a fucking luxury. They even left liquor stores open for you fucking addicts out here. All right? But the point is, nothing was ever shut down that you needed to do. Some people may say they shut down churches and people need church. You don't. I don't agree with the fact that you need church. If you want to worship, you don't necessarily have to be in a church to worship. You don't have to be in a church to pray. You don't have to be in a church to listen to uh, a sermon because we have the internet. You don't have to be in church to to to, to tithe because we got Cash App and, and and PayPal and and all kind of ways to digitally connect. But you don't have to do anything. You want to do it. Most people want to do it just because Trump says yeah. you know, Just because they feel like someone told them they can't. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That's the number down to the show. Listen, I want you guys to hit the phone lines <clears throat> for this particular segment. For points of view, points of view is the opposite, not the opposite, but what's different about points of view is this is a talk show, so it really works when you call in. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. I'm gonna I'm I'm type the number over here on Instagram Live so you guys can see it too, and I'm gonna pin it up there. All right, I'm gonna pin the number up over here. Hold on, hold on, and. I'm going to pin it up over there, and it's already going across the screen over there on uh, Facebook Live, right? So that's the number, 347-934-0966. 
Call the phone. Call in. Call into the show and tell me what you think about all these states opening up and then the massive protests. Well, people are literally still. <clears throat> JC, I'm a, I'm a, hold on, JC. I'm going to come back to you, all right? Hold on. I got to know what you guys also think in, in, in concert with this about there being literal rallies, people rallying. having pro, you're, you're having mass protests where a lot of y'all, hundreds of people congregating together to protest a virus that spread communicably. A motherfucker said he feel like he rose apart. And it was white. Feel like their liberties are being snatched. This it's, it's that serious. And I'm not understanding it. Let me read some of the comments. Because I don't get it. Alright. Uh let me let me go over here to the <laughs> To the, to, to the Facebook page because y'all won't call in. I need y'all to call in though because I need to literally hear what you have to say if you can. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Hit the phone line. But uh, Kiana Yarbo says the government keeps fucking with us because they don't care about us, the people. Well, we know that, especially with people of a certain race and persuasion and economic stature. We know that. We 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 figured. I figured they don't really care about people no matter what. But at some point, you just kind of sort of say, well. They care about the rich, and they do. But you could be rich as hell, and you could still die from this disease. We've had congressmen, superstars, movie stars, athletes, everybody catch this disease. The prime minister of fucking Britain caught the disease, and he almost checked out. They saved him because he, obviously he's going to get the best medical care. He almost checked out. Hit that intensive care. Thought it was a wrap. He made it through. Now, he's a dick, too, just like our president. But that's not the point. The point is, they didn't even give a damn about the doctors and the nurses, the people who actually could save your life enough to have them the proper gear or anything like that. So, you know, the average person, me or you, <coughs> whatever. Whatever, fam. You know what I'm saying? I, get how you live out here. I don't know. But she says, you know, why reopen the businesses back up? Uh... When the virus hasn't been contained. I don't know the answer to that question because it doesn't make sense to me. And it says, she said they're trying to kill us off. She said she's in Atlanta. All right, nothing should be opened back up yet. All right. He said on the 27th, businesses will be open back up, but that's absolute insanity. I concur. All right. <clears throat> that's like a week from now. All right. A week from now, everything is going to be open back up. How do you even know the status of the, what, what the status will be when everything is open back up? Wouldn't it behoove you to make sure? We've really, really, really got a handle on everything before you actually make that kind of a decision. But obviously, for our governor here in Georgia, he doesn't give a damn. He didn't even want to close it in the first place, though. Luckily, we had a, a mayor in the city of Atlanta who basically sh- led the way, shut some, shut the city down. So essentially, everybody else had to shut down. They had to follow suit because where are you going to go? I live a little bit on the outskirts. About 15 minutes outside of Midtown Atlanta takes about 12 minutes to get to the downtown from my house. Once I get on this, once I get on the expressway, <clears throat> so not that far, right? I'm in. I'm at the airport in 10. Once I get on the highway, there's about another five, four, three, four minutes to the to literally the city. So even where I live at, 
after Atlanta had shut down, a couple of places were still open on my side of town. Then our city councilman here in this particular county where I reside, where my house is at, shut everything down about a week later. But none of this none of this has nothing to do with the fact that they opened up public beaches and they were packed. Hold on, I got another. I got another. I got another call. Hold on, it's crazy. Area code seven six five four six two. What's up? Who's this? That's just crazy to me. Okay, it's Shelly. I called you last week. Oh, oh Shelly, welcome back to the show. Thank you for calling back. Um, now I know Shelly, you had some real financial issues that was tied into this whole situation. She, last week, Shelly was couldn't. What's the, do you have any updates about your um your unemployment situation? Like, have you been able to get unemployment since last week? Since no, we talked? I haven't. I have gotten nothing, like absolutely nothing, and I am stressing out, and it's just, uh, it's just been a mess, you know. Okay, so you're, you are, you are Shelly, one of the prime people that, for nothing else, the survival of yourself, to, to be able to feed you and your kids, you will be an advocate of someone who wants to open the economy back up because you need to go back to work because they're not giving you unemployment. You need to get money. You're, you're stressing right now. Tell me honestly. Hey, 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 no matter what I think, what do you feel like? Are you ready to open up all the businesses you think is, is worth it right now? No, I absolutely do not. I will struggle. I'll do whatever I have to do right now. I'm sitting in the middle of a, of a field. Um, I brought some Amish out here so they can scout for turkeys just to make a little bit of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, I I don't think it's ready. I I'm not ready because my health and my life is more important than you know money. And I believe everybody you know should just calm calm down and uh, just hang on, you know. But 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 you're 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 financially financially for you. Make no mistake about it, because you told me last week on on our, on our last segment when you called into the show that you were a server. So immediately any restaurant opens yes. is going to be, you know, your, your, the restaurant that you worked at, they open back up. You can start making money. So, and you, you still still say no. You still say no, they should stay closed. I just want to be clear. Absolutely. Why? Just, just, because I don't know. Uh, it, it might not be like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people dying um, right now. But if they open everything back up and then everybody's exposing everybody and then it's going to get really bad. I, that's my opinion. Just like the beaches opened, there's a shit ton of people there. And how many people have it now? You right. Know, or how many people are going to have it next week? Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Listen, I'm glad. Don't, go, don't uh, hang on as long as you can. I'm glad. Wait a minute. One other question, though. I just wanted to be clear. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Uh, you said you were doing what now in a field? You said you were looking for- <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, I've been here for like three hours in the middle of this field and I'm sitting in my car waiting on the Amish because I drove them over here to do some turkey scouting just so I can make a few bucks. You know, I will struggle. I will find a way to feed my kids and, and get by while, you know, everything's going on just to protect myself and my kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm doing right now. So it's <laughs> okay. Jeez, I don't. I don't know how many people we're gonna ever get back on this broadcast. That as I speak to them, they are. They are currently at that moment with Amish people hunting turkeys. 
Probably never. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. Hold on, Shelly. You are tuned okay, to probably- 100 Radio, Hip Hop, and R&B. That's probably never going to happen. K100, you bastard. You <laughs> By the way, I grilled turkey ribs over the weekend. They were a big hit with the family. Yeah. Okay, but seriously, let me, let me go back to the news feed. Who else? Uh, Nia Amani says, uh, of course, for them, is money is more important than people's lives. Uh, they'll let everyone get sick because the money will, the mo- the, because the money will be in the treatment. Uh, I don't think we should open back up. That's a good. That's a good point. I mean, big pharma, big pharmacy, the pharmacy companies. That's big business. That's big business. All right. So, if we're talking about what are the, I really, it, it, it's money. But what 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 businesses? Who really would gain? By all the people getting sick, of course, you know we have drug drug makers and people like that who are gonna uh, who are eventually at some point gonna get paid. Somebody makes some vaccine or some shit and they patent it or whatever, however they do it, however whatever. Yeah, of course we know that. You know what I mean? Do you think that you do you think they really would want to cure the common cold? You know how much money is generated from cold medicine? I can't even fathom. I don't even know the number, but I can only imagine over the course of humanity, over the course of the past hundred years, since we've had stuff like Vicks VapoRub, NyQuil, DayQuil, throat lozenges, <laughs> Tylenol Copium, whatever cold remedy you, I can think of the trillions and trillions of dollars that's been generated just to get rid of your stuffy nose and cough. All right. So listen. I understand, you feel what I'm saying, that at the end of the day, it's going to be, you know, big money, big dollars, big pharmacy is going to be involved. And, yeah, these guys are going to want to profit. But there's a there's even a there's a finite line that you've seen even in certain situations where they'd be like, OK, it's, just, it's a little bit out of control. Reg, people that people that we really like are starting to die now, like famous people. And we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We don't want everybody to die. We don't mind if certain people, certain people die. So, you know, AIDS and gay people and black people. Eh. Yeah, we don't really like you guys anyway. So you guys can knock yourselves out over there with that one. Yeah, we probably got a cure not giving it to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, unless you're rich. That's the American way. Okay, we get that. But this one wasn't really picking and choosing a demographic. At first, coincidentally... The numbers started coming out, and they started realizing at a higher rate, black people were dying because we had a lot of underlying issues from it. Diabetes, heart heart disease, uh, high blood pressure. And so a lot of black people who were over the age of 50 who caught it were checking out. The studies that came back from Detroit, uh, the black population in Milwaukee, the nursing homes, Louisiana. Noticing a lot of black people dying from it. I shared a couple articles about it. It was facts. It's true. Maybe that made them start turning the corner and saying, eh, the demographic of people who might really end up dying, we would care about them so much. But still, nobody really can make real true sense of opening this stuff back up. And nobody can definitely make sense of the argument that the quarantine was somehow 
taking away your civil liberties. Like we do under, I, I, I would, I would think that we have common sense, but you got people who are rallying and having mass protests against the against the quarantine as if it's a violation of their First Amendment rights. But you know, it's funny. It's funny how you can get incarcerated for a petty crime, but while you're in there, they don't protect you from a daily disease, and somehow. That's not really violating your First Amendment rights. I mean, we took you to jail because you did something, and we're going to sit you in this hole for about a year or two. But a daily disease comes through, and the pandemic comes through the prison population, the jail population, and we're not going to let you. We're not going to let you go. At first, they wasn't, and if you catch it, you're just going to die. But all you did was steal a pair of socks out of a out of a mall or something, and now you're probably going to die because you're in here with people who are mass murderers. Who probably deserve to be in there, but we're going to treat you guys all the same. So they're picking and choosing when it was important enough, when the first, first, a person's First Amendment right and, and life, my body, my choice. Saw a lot of my body, my choice signs. My body, my choice. Like this is a, they, they literally try to turn this shit into an abortion type of civil rights type argument. And I was just floored by it. And that's why I was trying to move on. Get the hell away from this. And I can't. 347-934-0966. I'm just literally trying to trying to wrap my head around while we open this stuff back up. This is K100 Radio. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. All right. So... <laughs> Kiana, if you want to call in, yeah, I have the discussion with you. Kiana says that I see the video of China harassing black people because they think African-Americans and minorities or anyone of color started the coronavirus. All right. First of all, all right, let's, this, this is another part. And I'd like, I'd like to hear any women who have any kind of thoughts on this particular part right here. So for years, myself included, I've seen people, I know other people who have talked about the disparity in how many uh, black women own so own uh, uh, beauty supply stores and stuff like that. Several articles written about it, you know. And the people who were 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 at first being racially profiled, and we had reports of hate crime and you know overt blatant racism. My president calling the shit kung flu, the China virus. Asian people caught hell at first. Like around February, beginning of March, oh, Asian people was catching hell. Asian people staying close to you, you looking at them all sideways like they had a turban on in 2002. Hey, fam. You know what I'm saying? That long side eye. Like somebody with a <laughs> a head, a, 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 a Muslim head, head garment on got on the plane with you in 2002. Everybody looking like that's how Chinese people was getting it for about two weeks or so. Two weeks or so. All right. Chinese people was catching hell. Had a couple of my Asian friends that I, I don't got that many. I really don't. But it's just it's true. I just don't have a lot of Asian friends. But the, the couple that I do, did have on my Facebook page were in an uproar. Oh, my God. This is racist. I can't believe it. Like as if they don't know where the fuck they live. This is America. But. 
they were all up in arms, feeling the kind of way, because they were getting mistreated. We know we're black, most of us, except Shelly right now. <laughs> Listen, but it was bad for about two solid weeks for Asian people. Stories popping up here and there, racism, people getting punched and cussed out at, at, at the grocery store. It was crazy. It's crazy. Now, fast forward, April. Now Chinese people are telling black people they can't come over there because they're the ones that host the disease. Black people are dying at a higher rate over here because we got all these underlying conditions due to, I don't know, we could start back with slavery and poor health care for us and economic disparity, Jim Crow, all kinds of reasons why the health care and why we have a lot of health issues at a greater rate based on our population. Anyway, we start dying more. Now China's kicking people out of McDonald's. McDonald's has to issue a statement saying, listen, we're not, co- we're not down with this. They didn't know they couldn't kick black people out of our McDonald's <laughs> in China. All right. Now black people are getting discriminated against. And she brought up this point. And it all led me back to when just not too long ago. It was the it was it was Asian people who was feeling a little bit of the heat. My how t- my how things just change so quick and so fast. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all remember just a couple of weeks ago when it was Asian people who was upset and feeling discriminated against and getting attacked, and they were the bane of everybody hated China. Now they're now they're kicking black people out. Now black people are the problem. Well, we're dying more. Now it's okay. Now it's not that bad. Now we can open everything back up. Listen. We're used to this kind of shit as black people. I got to tell you, I am personally. None of this is is shocking to me, but it's just funny how it all works out. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shelly says she gets judged for her music choice. All right. Uh, uh, Oh, Face, what's going on? Face said it's stupid for that my body shit. Having an abortion. (laughs) Me having an abortion doesn't hurt you. You coming outside with COVID nineteen does. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the 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 completely crazy things that people are trying to pair this up with, and people are trying to juxtapose it with as if it's the same. Couldn't even. I don't even want to say apples and oranges. I'm like, I don't know, man. Grapes, grapes and watermelons. I don't know. I don't like. Well, I guess those both had seeds. I don't. I don't know what. 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 What are these people doing? And and we've got leaders in government appointed positions who are making these decisions. And it's just crazy. And to top all of this off, I ain't going to get into this right now, but I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. To top all of this off, seriously, you still have people who don't see the importance of voting. On top of all of this shit. Who think voting just still right now to this day, right now, with everything going on, looks at voting like, meh. Or maybe they don't look at it like, meh. But they look at it like, well, my guy that I really, 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 really wanted to get into that spot, he didn't make it to the final round, so I'm going to sit there for that. Got a lot of that going on right now. I haven't even had a chance about the fact that Joe Biden is going to be the presidential pick. We could jump into that if you want to. See, the show isn't about one thing. It's about whatever the hell I can think of to take me down this line. Anyway. 
You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. What? While I'm on it, 479340966. That's the number to dial into the show. I'd love it for some of you guys that are on the Facebook live feed to just sit the phone down and call in to the show. While we're on it, I haven't even had a chance to even get to the fact that Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee for the presidency. Oh, my fucking God. But he is. Haven't even get, I haven't even addressed that yet. Because there's so much. That's like a whole show by itself. That's like a whole show about voting, why we don't want to vote. Are, are the Bernie Sanders people going to vote? Are they like F it again this year? And because all of them set out last year like they did last year, over there with their arms crossed in the corner, pouting, because Sanders didn't win. Because of that, this fucking moron that we got right now running the country ends up, ends up winning. Because half the people who would normally vote against him decided, well, my guy didn't win. I'm going to stay home. I just feel like even though he immediately came out, and I think he, I think Bernie understands the shit has already really hit the fan. Last year, people thought the shit could hit the fan if Donald Trump won. Now the shit has hit the fan, sprouted out all everybody, a little bit of it got in everybody's mouth. <laughs> taste it. Like, you can taste it right now. It's already hit the fan, shot out, and got all in your fucking mouth a little bit. Now you ask, now you reach for water at this point or something. You got to get it out. got to brush your teeth. That's where we're at with this shit now. Before, there was a bucket of shit sitting back there that could possibly turn over and the fan could possibly spew it out. Now we're reaching for the fucking toothbrushes and mouthwash. That's where we're at with it now. And I feel like somebody's still going to say, yeah, that's just horrible, but I just, that's just I don't know. K100 Radio. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Oh, uh, Kwanzaa Thankful says Sanders uh, didn't want to have to clean this mess up. Nah, nah, nah. Sanders wanted to be the president. Bernie Sanders has wanted to be the president for like 20 fucking years, man. Oh, he wanted the job. And he thought maybe he might have a chance this year. Because Trump was such an idiot. And to be honest with you, I was going to vote for him. Had our primary not got pushed back once Elizabeth Warren fell out of the play. Because I actually liked her more than anybody. So once she was out of the way, I was going to vote for Bernie, but over Biden. I don't really fuck with Biden. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those black people who know exactly what the crime bill did. But I know exactly what the fuck I got to do in November. And you have these people who feel like people like me are stupid. We're crazy. Because why would I vote for Bernie? I mean, why would I vote for Biden knowing how he felt about the crime bill and several other things? You know, Sean King, everybody knows who Sean King is. Big, big, big time Bernie Sanders supporter. Sean King said Joe Biden has to earn his votes. He needs him to do something. If, 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 if Joe Biden doesn't do these, now he's been tearing Trump a new asshole every chance he gets. 24 7, Sean King did not let up about how racist he thought his administration was, how bad of a person he thinks. Trump is. Love, 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 love him some Bernie Sanders, but Bernie ass didn't win. Now, as much as you hate it, which I felt you, bro, I don't, for the life of me, understand why Sean King 
feels like now, if Joe Biden doesn't do this, 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 and this, he's not going to go to the polls. And he's got a huge platform, much bigger than K100 Radio. And he says that repeatedly, as if he might not, he might sit this one out again. Which I'm pretty sure his ass didn't fucking vote last year. But he had a lot of shit to say over the past four years about how bad Donald Trump was. Probably not going to vote. Are you fucking kidding me, Sean King? <laughs> and I generally sometimes, mostly 80% of the time agree with him at least on whatever topics he's talking about. At least 80. Sometimes it be with the bullshit. But at least 80. That's good for me to agree with somebody 80% of the time. Ask my wife. <laughs> And he's literally throwing it out there as if Joe Biden doesn't do or say the right things, then he's not going to earn his vote. Joe Biden, I'm going to tell you right fucking now, that son of a bitch ain't really necessarily earning my vote. But Donald Trump has definitely earned my vote against him. I can tell you that shit today. Joe Biden is going to basically have to show up in a fucking Klan rally, burning a fucking cross. All right. Barbecuing little black babies at this point for me to not show up in November and vote against Donald Trump. I'm just going to be real with you. Yes, I know what he's done in the past. Yes, I know about the crime bill. I simply am not going to not vote because that's how much disdain I have for the current administration, the people that's in there now. And that's how much how stupid and how unequipped as a human being. I'm not even talking about policy. I'm talking about as a human being, this narcissistic moron has no, he doesn't, I don't even, I don't even, he, he, he shouldn't even be the CEO of a company, let alone the president of the United States. There's nothing that you can do to say for me not to go to the, to the polls and vote against him. Nothing. And I know Joe, Joe I know Biden is like, like, not the best candidate. I wasn't going to vote for fucking Joe Biden in the primaries, bro. Are you kidding me? Are you shitting me? No. It was not my choice. Shit. Man, he was down to like, when it, when it was like 30 of those motherfuckers. When it was like 30 people in the Democratic race. He was like 20-something for me. Some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't fuck with him. Because I already knew about the whole crime bill shit. So I had already, I was, that's why he couldn't, you know, I don't know. But I just knew, I just felt like I can't believe he even made it to this point right now where he's the nominee. I just knew he wasn't going to get to this point. So I wasn't even concerned with him because I was like, eh, people don't even like him like that no more. But here we are. And now I've got to make a, <sighs> but I got to get, I got to get the shit out of my mouth, fam. <laughs> I got to, I got to get the shit out of my mouth. It's because it's, it's, I can, I wake up every day tasting shit every time. <laughs> that idiot opens his mouth at a press conference Right I just want to throw up a little bit Alright I'm going to go back to the phone lines Because I'm going to ask the new questions to, And I would, I would like for you people That are over here on the Facebook live commenting To call into the show People get people get shy when it comes down to Actually speaking on the air But everybody loves to talk about stuff On the live stream That's what's going to be really difficult about getting y'all Back used to this When we first started this we didn't have Facebook live you know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, JC, what do you think about? Are you gonna vote? Are you gonna vote? Yes, I am gonna vote. But PD, I gotta admit, 
this election year was weak for me because I'm just looking at the Democratic, the Democratic nominees. I'm like, none of y'all motherfuckers deserve my vote. None of you. Just none of you. When you say, hold on. When you say deserve, you were you were you were a, a Bernie Sanders supporter, right? Um, not um, agree with Bernie on some points, but I wouldn't say supporter. Who did you want to be? Who did you, who as a Democrat would you have voted for in the primary if their name was on the ballot with a clear conscience? That's the thing, Petey. I don't know. I I've been talking to my grandma about this. I'm like, Grandma, nobody deserves my vote. Deserves my vote for real. This shit is weak. Deserves your vote. Okay, let me ask you this. And this is the question that I pose to everybody who feels like who feels like there's not a Democrat that deserves their vote. I get that. Like I've said myself to you and to everybody right now on the show on that quick little rant. Joe Biden is not my ideal candidate. However, comma, he is nowhere, and I repeat, nowhere near as bad as a human being, as a statesman, all right, as a politician in general, as a statesman. That means a statesman being somebody who can 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 talk to other people and other leaders of nations and make decisions with a rational brain, a statesman, a politician being you know policy, you actually know law, you actually know the rules, you know how politics work, how you should disseminate your power, how you should appoint people to certain positions, and a human being. Do I have to fucking say what kind of really trash human being? Now Joe ain't the perfect human being by far. But if you just take being a statesman, an actual politician, and a just kind of sort of the, what level of a human being you are, it's not even really close. Donald Trump has never in his fucking life held a political office until he became president of the United States. So he didn't know a fucking thing about politics. Not really. Um, not really. Mm-hmm. He was he – was, his first job in politics was the fucking president. What the entire fuck? Well, what the, PD. Entire, what the entire fuck? So let's start right there. Secondly, Yo, PD. He's definitely, hold on. He's not a he's, he's not a he's he's definitely not a statesman because he's an asshole. All right. He doesn't listen to his advisors. We can tell right now because he's had several doctors and people who are ten times smarter than his fucking his, he will ever be in his life tell him that the decisions that he's made already up to this point dealing with this virus are the wrong decisions. Didn't want to listen. Wanted to be right. And third, mm-hmm. we're talking about a guy who was mocking, a, mocking, who who basically was caught on camera saying, "Just grab women by the pussy," mocking a fucking, mocking a a a, 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 a mentally challenged person. I mean, just an overall dick. All right. And so you're telling me that Joe Biden doesn't necessarily deserve your vote, but you're telling me Donald Trump don't deserve for you to vote yeah. against him based on all that. That's uh, Petey, uh, yeah, I didn't. One of uh, Vina, if you're listening to this, uh, I need you to check Petey's blood pressure after this. After this airing is on. Oh God! <laughs> Nobody's checked my blood pressure. This is a part of the show. I'm an entertainer. You That's are perfect. tuned to the K100. <laughs> 
R&B. I'm an entertainer. But listen, 770-203, I'm coming to your phone line. Stand by, JC, because now you're talking about my blood pressure. you about to get my blood pressure up saying that. Hold on a second. Let me go to this other call. She's going to bring up my blood pressure. I'm not upset. I'm just telling you the truth. 770-203, what up? Hello, hello, 770-203, hello. Hey, how are you? How you doing, who's this? Oh, Kiana. Oh, how you doing, Kiana, welcome to the show. I'm good, Thank how you. are you? I'm great, thank you for calling the k One's Radio. Now, you were talking, I, I read a couple of your comments on um on um Facebook Live, thank you for calling to the show, thank you for tuning in. First of all, what, what do you want to address? you want to address the stuff that we're talking about with the quarantine or do you want to address what I'm talking about currently with people deciding that they may or may not actually vote in November because they don't necessarily like Joe Biden and they don't like Trump. They hate Trump, but they don't like Biden enough to where they may sit this one out. Which one you want to address? Uh, we could address all of it or really anything. All right. Really. So let's start, let's start with, let's start with what I was talking about first because you were talking and you had some, some 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 uh comments about opening back up. Go ahead and I want uh-huh. you to say it on here for anybody who may be listening to the podcast or you know in, anybody who may be listening to the broadcast who may not be watching the live stream who couldn't really uh-huh. see what you were typing. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I basically said that I do not agree with reopening anything because number one, the government they don't care about minorities, anybody. Number two, they have not contained the virus, so it keeps spreading. It's already worldwide, like, you know, hitting all the countries, right? So why would they reopen stuff to send people back into the public? You don't know who's affected, so it's like you're killing off everybody. Like, you don't know who's sick, and people are dying left and right. And I feel like everybody's in quarantine. Everybody's on edge. We're all scared. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. So why would you throw people back? Why would you reopen anything if you haven't contained anything for the people, really for like for the world? But the world is dying, and it's not right. fair because they're gonna reopen. Uh, Kempy's gonna reopen stuff here in Georgia on the 27th, and it's like you, so you basically send the people to die, like and you don't care. It's like why would you do that? Like until you contain stuff and the numbers drop, okay, then maybe reopen slowly. But until mm. then, don't open anything because you you don't know who has it, and they don't care. They don't. They really yeah. don't. Yeah, obviously, obviously they don't care. But but more to your point, the the the, the, the why obviously everybody can can agree that the why is because they're worried about the economy. They're not they're not mm-hmm. even really hiding that. Let me let me let me be let me be honest. At, at, at this particular point, I don't feel like. Whether it's Kemp, whether it's that other uh, uh, that other Republican senator who's got so much to say out there, the guy in Texas or Minnesota, mm-hmm. or Montana, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Trump himself, none of them are actually lying about why they wanted to open everything back up. The truth is transparent. They are worried about the economy. Now, the economy. Some people may say, "Listen." The economy, and, and tell me what you think about this. The economy is is also tied in with people's lives, right? If people can't mm-hmm. work and can't feed their kids, people die, right? People people lose their jobs, they lose their health care. So if not even if they don't even get sick from the coronavirus, they could get sick from anything else. 
and then something happens and they can't go to the doctor, they could also die, right? So the yeah. whole point that they try to base everything on is say the economy. They don't want to just say it's money, but the e- economics is basically intertwined with money. It's not all it's, – it's about money, but it's about how money affects different things and how other things affect money, right? Economy. Mm-hmm. So we understand that it's, it's the money, but it's everything that comes with the economy as a whole being shut down, how it could adversely affect other people. It's not just about – flat out green it, it could affect your health or you could, it could affect your ability to feed your kids and we're human beings we're biological entities we have to eat we have to sustain it could affect your living conditions all right you could end up homeless nobody wants to be homeless all right you see anybody that's homeless that just wants to be in that position nobody wants to be in that position so we're talking about the economy as a whole 404-908 i'm coming to you next but ultimately at what cost? The question is, at what cost? Do we open right. the economy back at the cost? And, 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 they, and listen, let's be clear. Remember, they've said openly, we're at like, I forgot the last number. Anybody, can somebody tell me the last number that we're at with the deaths in America? We're not even close to what they basically said is an, an acceptable amount. They said 100, 200,000 people may die. And we feel like we did all right. You know what I'm saying? Like all things, right. being, they they basically already said that. They've already said that. Man, if a hundred or two hundred thousand people die, man, you know we came out of this kind of on top, fam. You know, I, I, I mean, yeah, they've already said that. That number has already been put out there. They said we, and we're not even nowhere near that threshold. The problem is, will one of those hundred, maybe two hundred thousand people be someone you know, someone you love? And if it is, at that point, was it worth it to you to open the economy back up? Ergo, the questions that we have and the problems that we have with opening it back up right now when the economy is bad. We had a 20-something people file for unemployment. We had Shelly on the show a minute ago. She couldn't even get unemployment. She's out there fucking hunting turkeys with Amish people trying to feed her kids. Shit's crazy, fam. Everybody gets it. But at what cost? You still feel like they should keep it shut down after everything I just said? Yes, sir. I I do because like with Shelly, she's trying her best to survive for her and her family by any means necessary and she can't get an appointment but she should and it's just like what what are we supposed to do like we, uh, we can't they can't re like they're going to but it's like you're going to reopen it for it would cost to kill off everybody so people yeah. that are already struggling they already can't pay their mortgage they lost their home like people are out here really just what are we supposed to, like, what are people supposed to do? And instead of taking into consideration, oh, okay, let's not reopen it for health health reasons, you know, uh, they want to throw us back out there to, what, to expose us more, even more so, and it's like, it would cost. They're really trying to kill everybody off. They are, they have underlying conditions, and they're sick or whatever, and it's just, it's not fair. And with the people in China, I have a, I can talk, I have a whole nother level on that, but that's just crazy. It's targeted towards minorities. I don't know if you've seen the videos, but they're harassing blacks Uh-oh. and they 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 can't yeah. even enter McDonald's. They this yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now I saw those videos about how the black people are all of a sudden now it's us, it's black people. They're scared mm-hmm. of the coronavirus now. But the shit came from y'all. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Kiana, stand by. Don't hang up. I'm gonna come back to you. All right. Stand by. All right. Okay. All right. Listen. 
347-934-0966. Area code 404-908. Who's this? Hey, hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Who this, bro? This is Nas. What's going on? What's going on, man? Welcome to the broadcast. <laughs> All right, man. So listen. What you got to say? What you got? Chime in on me. Tell me what you got to say about everything we've been talking about. Oh, I was going to say salute to y'all, man. Y'all handling this well, like laying out everything for everybody, especially the, the medical part of this and, and the fatalities and all of the other bad stuff that comes with this health-wise. Now, the, the reason I called in is because I wanted to lay the other shoe down on this, man, because just think about how crazy some of these people are. And I'm not going to call out the party that they're from, but typically they agree with the person sitting in the home office. But let's just mm-hmm. say this. They keep saying, we're going to get people back to work, restart the economy. How the hell are you going to get people back to work and restart an economy when people aren't spending discretionary income, when people are trying to turtle and get defensive posture to think about rent, mortgage, whatever, for the next couple of months? People aren't spending right. money. So you can't have an economy if consumers aren't actually floating their dollars. Let's go back to March 20th through 26th. The movie theater industry for the week made $5,000. At the right. same time, a year ago, that, that industry made $200 million. So when you have an industry in the tank like that, you can't just send people back to work because what happens? If you own a hotel and you bring your, pay, your, your workers back, you've got to pay payroll, you've got to pay light, gas, water, everything. But if you've got 10 occupants in your hotel, guess what you're doing every day? You're losing money. You're not making right. any money. Let's, right. go to the other, exactly. let's go to another realm, commercial real yeah. estate. We just sent thousands, well, almost millions of people home to work from home using the Internet, right? Now, how many right. companies are going to say, why do I want to rent out a space in an office building when we can have people work from home and be just as productive? Commercial real estate is going to be in the tank. Think about Airbnb. We just saw Airbnb have to pull the plug on all these people renting out these properties, and now what? Those properties are going to get dropped back into the regular housing market. So what's going to happen to housing prices? You see what I'm saying? Like, they right. keep saying restart the economy like it's this easy thing. No, we need to social distance and, and, and stay at home like we're doing, and we also need the government to kick in money, stimulus. You need to continue to stimulate the economy, ride out this tough part of this, and then eventually when this dies out, then you send people back to work. But for the time being, you need to use government money to stabilize your economy. Put that money in people's hands, and they're going to do what? Pay bills, buy refrigerators, buy groceries. You know, buy right. car, whatever it is, that will stimulate the economy. So they're actually thinking backwards on top of everything else y'all said, man. So I just yeah. want to salute y'all because y'all doing a good job. Well, I appreciate it. First of all, don't hang up. Listen, uh, and you brought up some, some, some really great points, and I want to just make sure I narrow in and talk about one specific thing that you said. The, the, uh, when you compare the numbers from uh, the movie theaters, 5,000, I didn't even know it was that low. I, I almost... I get it, though. I get it. I get it, though. That, that's just fucking crazy. Crazy. But anyway, and go back to 200 million, right? So, so right mm-hmm. now, I, I want to just share that and, and, and layer it on top of where I live at. The governor of Georgia, who is Brian Kemp, who's opening the economy back up. And, and the list of things that he's deciding to open back up. Theaters was on the list of it, right? Theaters was, <laughs> bowling alleys, things like that. Now, listen. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. He made you made you made a point. You made a point about what people are gonna do with their money. Here's the thing, fam. Like you just said, if you open up certain places and certain events, if there's still a, an abject level of fear 
in people, if people still really for real fear that they don't want to get sick, you're not asking people, you're, you're not, you're not asking people to go out and do something that they have to do. And you're opening up a whole bunch of stuff, like you said, that are things people do in their leisure, extra things they do with their money. But people, like you said, are going to be tight. And I think fear is still not going to bring enough people in to warrant these people to bring back all their employees. If you own a bowling alley, all right, will you actually bring back your whole complete staff back to work when maybe, if you're lucky, 20% of the people may actually come to the bowling alley, not just because they're, you know, they, they don't know it's not open, but they know it's open, but they're still scared of the fact that this virus, they know for a fact that the virus really isn't under control. So you're opening all this right. stuff back up, but you're still not going to really be able to save the economy. The economy is going to never get back right until people feel like there's no more, nothing to fear. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Right, because who want to sit in a movie theater next to somebody or two seats away right. from somebody or a whole group of people? Nobody. Who right. want to go to a gym? where a machine may have not been cleaned in the way that you think it is, and you got to wait, what, 30 minutes to get to a machine because you're doing file single in place or something like that, even to open it? And at that point, is opening that machine and paying payroll really worth opening? Like all of these all of these little answers that they're giving, we come back to the same thing. I'm walking around without a fade for a month. So the barbershop opened on Friday. I'm in Atlanta. So right. I know there's going to be a bum rush Friday to go get cuts. Are you telling right. me there's not going to be nobody who's asymptomatic who's going to pass it off in that shop, bro? So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I got clippers. I might I might have to end up, you know what I mean, and butchering myself on this in, instead of waiting on this barbershop, bro, because that's real. And right. you, you know any brothers that own a barbershop, ask them how the past month been. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's as simple yeah. as just yeah. open the doors. It is. It, yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, and one of the guys, uh, one of the guys that's actually a personality on K1's radio, I, I, I talked to him, you know. You know, we, we didn't talk long, but I, I spoke to him about it briefly, and he's a barber himself. And just, you know, just seeing him like, yo, you know, it just, it just hit, it, it hit them all, bro. And, and, and I understand people. My wife right now, she's over there on the live feed. She's saying, uh, who got money to get their hair done if they haven't been working? That's also true. Now, right. now my wife, my wife has been slick, like, trying to figure out how she can on the cool get her hair done some kind of way. But we're both fortunate enough that we can still afford things like that. But there's a lot of people who can't. And you also brung up, here's the thing. Here's my, and you're, I agree with you 100% about everything you said, right? But here's the thing. You mentioned one thing, and you were like, well, who's going to want to go into a gym with all those people? Bro, I literally have friends. I got one friend in particular. He may, I don't know if he's listening to this or not. I wish I knew if he was. I'd literally call him by name. Because we, we, we're cool. But this dude is begging for a gym to open. He can't wait for a gym to open. He can't wait. wait. Okay. Hardcore right. workout warriors, yeah, they're going to show up. I, I agree with that. But if you own right. a gym, you make your money for what? The people who pay the membership but never show up, the people who say they're going to change but come once a month or whatever. You make your money from those people. You don't make your money from your hardcore workout warriors. You see what uh-huh. I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, even then, you're still talking about a losing proposition. You need bodies in there, and bodies right. in there is dangerous. And, and if you're a barber, how are you just pulling people off the street cutting their hair, bro? I know we all got, you know, everybody got their clients and all, but how well do you know your clients? You yeah. sure everybody is? You've social distancing? Yeah. yeah. No, nah, you don't know them like that. That's why nowadays you – here, here's the thing. Why you think a lot of bar back in the day – I, I, I don't know I don't know your exact age, but here's my thing. I'm old enough to remember going to the barbershop where nobody was wearing gloves 
when they was cutting your hair. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Even if you had the big razor bumps on the back, you ain't your, your old school barbers didn't have no gloves on. They would just flick it. They was with us, whatever, right? And all kind of probably yeah. being passed back in the day, right? But now, <laughs> even if you know now, barbers now actually have on, they've mandated them to start wearing the gloves. You have to wear the gloves and stuff like that. A lot of shops won't let you cut without having gloves on and all that. So if you're taking those kind of precautions before this even happens, you already recognize that you're touching bodily fluids like sweat and things like that. People's glands while you're touching their head. So you already know the danger. Now you're telling me you're ready to go back to work and get from definitely less than, you got to be, obviously got to be less than six feet from somebody to cut their hair. You feel what I'm saying? You got to be two feet, a foot away from them to bend down and cut their hair. And, and, And we've already proven that this stuff is, it's, it's, it's the spores. It's got it's airborne. You can catch it by not by by just somebody, not necessarily coughing, talking. Could have coughed. You walk through the cough. That's why they recommended the mask. Okay, so barbers are literally becoming at this point front. Might as well be nurses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they, they might as well get hazard pay for cutting people's hair at this particular point. And I and they, and, they, and, they do deserve hazard pay. And I guarantee you, I, I'm gonna make this negative prediction. Somebody might get knocked out on Friday for coughing in the wrong barbershop around the wrong person, and they might get hands put on them, bro. Because probably like, so. This <laughs> just ain't a good <laughs> idea, man. <laughs> probably so. All right, fam. Stand by if you can. All right, three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Yeah, he had a he had a he had a he had a, he had a lot of really great points, great calls. Shout out to all my callers, man. Uh, but he, he nailed a couple of uh, numbers that I didn't know. $5,000. The mu- the movie theater industry made $5,000. I literally made more money than the movie industry last that, in that time frame. Huh. $5,000 in that month? Did he say a month or was it a week? I don't know. Maybe I think he said a week. A month and I, did, I made more money than them. I'm just saying. Like, I, maybe not that week. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, this still. A week, a month, five thousand dollars for the movie theater industry—that's insane. But guess what? Everybody's still seeing trolls, because everybody's got a TV. And if you didn't have a Netflix subscription before this, you probably do by now. <laughs> or you probably got—you know what I'm saying—you probably spent that twenty bucks that they would. If you don't have a Fire Stick, you probably spent those that twenty bucks they were charging for your uh, Comcast or Spectrum, whatever cable provider, to be able to watch those movies and keep the kids entertained on that. They had been in the house all week, and it was Friday, and they were really looking forward to that movie when it came out. And you guys went ahead and just went to the grocery store and risked it all with your mask on and bought some popcorn and made it a movie night at home. You still watched it. So what are they going to tell these people now when they open these theaters back up? Yeah, forget that mask. Forget all that. Take your kids to the movies and risk their life to watch Trolls now. No, we don't know how many people got it. No, we don't still have enough tests. And yeah, you may not get it, but you can take it back to your mom. Or your grandma, or your asthmatic kid, naked croak. But hey, it's open. K100 Radio. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip hop and R and B. All right, K100, you bad. We're rounding this out to the to the, to the second hour right now. This is K100 Radio. This is Points of View. This is our uh, talk segment, and I'm, I'm really glad glad that you guys. Anybody know the uh, status? By the way. Anybody know the status of Teddy versus Babyface Part 2? supposed to be going on right now. I can't believe some of you guys are actually over here listening to or watching Points of View. <clears throat> Points of View, excuse me. And those two are supposed to be battling out. I hope Teddy Riley got his, uh, his, his, his <laughs> sound together 
You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, that was that was hilarious. The memes from that were hilarious. I I, I didn't share them out of respect to Teddy Riley. I, I just the guy was the guy was one of the goats. I I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to, to share Teddy Riley memes. It was just, yeah, but the shit was funny because I went back and I was watching just the, the spectacle and I could I I didn't watch it. You know, I, I watched some of it, and I saw the spectacle it was becoming, and I just, and I started to feel bad, but I thought they'd get it together, but I'm impatient, so I broke out, and they never got it together, and it was bad, but <laughs> the, Teddy, the Teddy Riley memes kept me entertained all day yesterday, all day yesterday, fam. All right, <laughs> for real. I was still laughing. This is K100 Radio. This is Points of View. Uh, we're talking about a couple of different things. We brought up a lot of different subjects so far. But basically, we started the show off talking about all of these governors and other uh, and the president and other people starting to open up these states and, you know, let people go out and, um, you know, uh, open up businesses, open up beaches. Our governor here is opening up. <laughs> Every time I want to say it, I just laugh. Bowling alleys, <laughs> movie theaters. Barbershops and salons, I kind of slick like, you know what, at this point with my sisters, I don't agree with it, but if my wife wanted to go get her hair done right now, I don't know how much resistance, I don't know if I'm going to win that argument or how much resistance I'm going to put up. Like, I, you know, at this point, it's going to be like, what kind of precautions is she taking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. Billy Baz on the line. I think this is who this is. This is 843. It might be him. I don't know. 843-998. What up? Who's this? Yo, yo. You know what it is. Billy Baz. Billy Baz. What's going on, man? Welcome to the broadcast, man. Uh, you, I know you've heard some of the stuff that we've been talking about. So, first of all, want to know what you're thinking um, actually, about. No, I just, um, actually, no. I literally just got on. Oh, you uh, did? Oh, okay. I, yeah. I've been, I've been catching up on all things social media. And, you oh. know, I got, two, I got two girlfriends, so, you know, I'm making sure that, you know, my girls are good, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot that you're, uh, what are you, what, poly, poly, poly life? You got two girlfriends I'm, and they I'm know about family. So that's right. My second, my, my second, and just in this, you know, my second, that's the thing. Amory. I'm poly Yeah. I got many okay. girls. I got two girlfriends active with, looking for a third girlfriend to make it to a poly quad. I got a married chick. And, mm-hmm. oh, I had a lesbian pansexual but you know another topic another time what we talk about we'll come back and revisit your lifestyle you know what i'm saying and uh oh, yeah. is it okay why can't why can't guys have more than one girl i'm gonna stop right there because i think my wife is still on the live stream so i'm gonna cut that short oh no 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 i don't need venus <laughs> i don't need venus, to get venus what's up love <laughs> You know, we, we, I'm not trying to get out. No, I don't need. I'm, I'm put it out there now. When we do this topic, let me know when we do this because I had a lot of people come to me since I came out in this lifestyle publicly, and uh-huh. and I, I I had people in my inbox doing book clubs about polyamorous lifestyles, the poly lifestyle, the lifestyle in general, BDSM, things like right. that. So like when we talk about like so if we if we do talking points with the poly lifestyle, yeah. Include me in it, man. All right. Whenever we, whenever we, whenever we can get past all this, and we really turn back yeah, up, like you know, I want to break up a lot of misconceptions that people were thinking about. You know. All right. I'm gonna bring it up. All right. Let's let's uh, area code two eight one. I see you on the phone line. I'm gonna come back to you. 
All right, so what do you think about what do you think about opening up um, businesses and trying to get this economy back started? Let them tell it, and they're starting to open up businesses on several different states. Uh, where you in Carolina? What are they doing over there? What are they opening back up over there? If they yeah. are opening so up something, I'm, what do you think? Of it? All right, so I live in North Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Charleston mm-hmm. County, South Carolina is pretty much the low country. Right, so for everybody out there who don't know about South Carolina and Charleston and shit like that, you know, of course, look up. I don't need to go through any long stories about us. But um, right now, here in this city alone, our mayor keeps coming. Hasn't been as tough on the restrictions as the mandated orders being by Governor McMaster's, who succeeded Nikki Haley when Trump appointed her UN ambassador. All right. Mm-hmm. So Governor McMaster has been our governor since Nikki Haley left us. All right. Now, he just got on the news several hours ago today, and he's reinstating several retail businesses to be open by 12 noon tomorrow. Um, mm. So, um, and of course, we have our beaches here, Folly Beach, um, Isle of Palm, Sullivan's Island. Um, we have several beaches here, very famous here in Charleston. So um, a lot of tourism here, too. You know, we're a seafood market, medical field market, so we got people all over the world coming here. You know what I mean? So with with, with the reopenings and stuff like that, and even and I, even places like this, man, I worked at a seafood joint downtown, um, downtown Charleston, and this is before things started to shut down. You know what I'm saying? The College of Charleston downtown, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's been like colleges in Atlanta. Um, and surrounding where the college kids that have been coming from all over the world, travel bans and stuff, they're stuck here now. You know, so they, they can't stay in the dorms, so they, they pay for housing and things like that. So um, so now with everything we opening back up, now there hasn't been anything with the governor saying with the schools being reopened back. So now what do we do about these kids that are still here that came from parts unknown you know, there's there's a lot of things that we need to take into consideration when it comes to opening these businesses. Yeah, Dr. and they're not talking about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I can't. Go ahead. Finish what you said. Wrap it up with what okay, you're saying. Go ahead. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, I was saying Dr. Fauci talked about the Breakfast Club and um, even other interviews like with uh, with some of the other like Seth. Steph Curry and, you know, those guys, um, to open a business in small ways, and I see where he's getting at, you know, to where, like, these businesses could do, like, temperature. One of the main things they look at first and foremost is temperature check. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, and I did and I did call in to you on live, and definitely talking about, like, what businesses are doing. You know, people are wearing masks and, and gloves and things like that. So some businesses are acting on that. Um, so in small ways, see how it goes after the temperature check. If things come out wrong, shut things down again until All right. until things can be contained. If things are contained, right. then open things back up. But I'm I'm a little skeptical right. about opening and things back up because there's all these people who are not taking things into consideration already. I just seen on my Snapchat people doing kickbacks, parties. All the whole nine yards. I'm saying so. Yeah. Along with the so this, right. So hold on, hold on, Billy Bat. Hold on. So he's saying he's skeptical 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond skeptical. I think they're, they're complete morons. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going a step further in saying it's really not even about being skeptical at this point with me. At this point with me, I'm like these people are stupid right now. They're not thinking. I, I, I'm not just kind of skeptical because, like you just said in the very end, there are people who were already reckless when everything was mandated, when things were clamped down and you really couldn't you they, they they couldn't go out and be as reckless as they wanted to be because they couldn't now that they can and they were still trying to be reckless when things were shut down they were still trying to have parties they were still throwing block parties they were still doing things when we people were dying the numbers were going up quick 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 and they didn't even care and now you want to let those same people Decide on their own what level of caution they need to take. And you're deciding to open up these. But once you give these people a choice, bro, they're going to make the wrong decision. Leading, leading calls for making the tough choices. That's what leaders do. Leaders tell you to do shit when you don't want to do shit. That's what bosses do. You don't always want to go to work. But why do you go to work? Oh, you got a boss. You work for somebody. And if you don't, that boss is probably going to fire you, and you need the money. They're the boss. They're in charge. They make the rules. They set the tone. They set the schedule. They set the productivity. Leadership is a stark difference from invading your civil rights, playing a fucking fake-ass Rosa Parks. All right? You know, you, the day white people start feeling like fucking Rosa Parks, is where you know shit is just completely wild at that point. Area code 281. Area code 281. Hello? 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 Yeah, area code 281. What's up? Oh, I'm listening, but uh, you go ahead. You can skip me. I'm just listening. All right, stand by. All right, they said they're just listening from the two eight one. Thank you for thank you for listening in. But yeah, it's listen. I, I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get people to understand that while I totally understand people need to work. This is I I I, I didn't make an A in economics, but I passed. I didn't make an A, so I'm not an economics major. But I did pass my economics class in high school. And the, two, and the one economic class I took when I was in college, I did get a C in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I did get a C in that class. I didn't fail it. All right. I understand how it's all tied together. But we have to make hard decisions. And like the one caller mentioned earlier, not. He said, you got to keep pumping money into the economy. You got to keep pumping money. You obviously got it. You just gave a couple hundred billion to supposedly be giving it to some of the small businesses, and you didn't. You let the banks decide. By the way, I thought that was the I thought the stimulus package was supposed to put a fucking clamp on that. They slid that by us. They still let these banks get away with giving these big corporations a majority of the money from those small business loans, and not the real small mom and pops. Now they're getting sued. Now they're suing. Now people are suing the banks. 
because they left the, they left the decision of the loan being accepted or not up to the bank. And J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, all those assholes quickly deduced that if we apply, uh, that if we approve the loans for the big corporations, we make about a million dollars off of this deal. And if we give it to Joe Blow Mom and Pop store over here, we might make about $5,000 off of those $10,000 loans. But if we approve a whole bunch of these million-dollar loans over here, big, big, big loans, we're going to make more money. So they gave all most of the money out to the bigger corporations. Who were doing bad? Who were losing money? But probably could have survived over the other smaller mom-and-pop businesses over here. So that shit really didn't work. All the money, once again, went to the wrong people. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. This is K one hundred radio. Let me go back over and read some of the stuff people are talking about, man. Uh, Corey, what Corey talking about? Oh, Gator said South Cat, South Cat, wide open, fishing, everything. <laughs> uh, he says everything is wide the fuck open over there in South Cat, man. You know what? I don't even know. Oh, we'll, we'll I'm gonna go back and revisit that uh, conversation. <laughs> I'm going to go back and revisit that conversation Billy and his poly life His two girlfriends and all that That's, a, that's another show for another time, Corey We'll go back and we'll, we'll have a whole show about that one We'll go back to sex ed we'll, we'll get to those shows back I'm just starting points of you back up And we got a long way to go And a lot of stuff to catch up on That I ain't been able to talk about on the air I'm going to get in some trouble Probably so, but it's going down all right. You are tuned to K100 Radio. It's going to go down. R&B. It is. Uh, so, yeah, and, I, and, I, and of course, I again also talked about Biden and, um, you know, uh, his, his his nomination. Hold on a second. Uh, I think it's Gator. Gator on the line. Gator, what's up, homie? Hey, what's up, listeners, man? Hey, man, you know whoever that was, man, over there at South Kakilaki, man, you know I had to hit you up, man. I was surfing the web and shit. Nigga, I'm finna get ready to go to South Kakilaki right now. Uh-huh. And what you gonna do when you get there? I hope you ain't finna be out there just gallivanting around like ain't shit stinking. Hey, man, you know I'm finna cut some corners, man, and go get a trap, man. When you stood me up the other night, man, over there by Georgia K. Bro, K100 Radio didn't show up at the top, bro. Hey, man, if we're going to quarantine, man, I'm, I'm trying to play by the rules. I'm trying to be safe. Let me ask you this, man. What do you think about no, all no, these places? Listen. What do you think about them opening back check up, it out, man? Check it out. Check it out. Check it out, bro. Check it out. South Carolina was open up yesterday. They opened up the fishing boats because I stay right on the state line. So if homeboy is down there in the low country, that's down uh-huh. there by Murder Beach. That's where all them tourists be at off of, off of 95. Now, check it uh-huh. out. I just had to get my hair cut in the garage at my homeboy's house today. So, man, I hope they open. I mean, you know, I ain't got a problem when them open up the business, but I'm glad they wearing gloves and masks. They cleaning up their act. You know, they need to open up a little something so the people can, you know, feel a little free. But uh, uh-huh. I know what's going on, so I ain't too much tripping on it. Right. So uh, do you plan on going out to any public place that, that, that you don't have to? Now, we're not talking about, listen, we're not talking about grocery stores and places that you need to go in order to survive. We're talking about places you don't even have to go. Like, you don't 
have to go fishing. You don't have to go to a beach, but do you plan on going anywhere that these people are opening back up that you know damn well there's going to be a lot of people there, and you know you don't have to go, but they opening back up trying to get this money back up. Are you going to go? DJ Blizzard, DJ Blizzard, now I'm going to keep it all the way real with your player for K100. I'm going to keep it all the way 100, DJ Blizzard. Man, you know we don't fuck with nobody anyway, man, so I ain't fucking with nobody any goddamn way. So, shit, they can do what the fuck they Nigga, I'm by myself anyway, so ooh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. All right, man. Like, listen, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, listen, man. You know how we move, bro. We don't move like that. We look at them. You know how? Listen. You know how we look at these idiots out there. They go do what they go do anyway, right? But just because a fool is a fool, don't mean that we go follow a fool, right? Absolutely right. You right about that. <laughs> exactly. All right. Stand by. Hold on one second. All right, 347-934-0966. This is K1's Radio. This is Points of View. This is our talk segment that we have on K1's Radio. We just recently rebooted back up. This is only our third episode since we, we started the series back up. It airs Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Just like our Illa Kill segment airs Wednesdays, 8 to 10 p.m. All right, this is going to come back to being a staple part of K1's Radio. And so we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Now, admittedly, for the first three episodes, I have been talking about stuff centered around the coronavirus and centered around... Uh, this this epidemic and everything, I get it. Area code 718, here I come. But that's only because this is like super important, super huge stuff. Trust me, I'm going to get back to the stuff that y'all really want to talk about. Like guys having two girlfriends and not, and, and, and not understanding why, you know, other black women can't follow in suit. Well, we'll get into all that shit. We'll get there. Just give me a minute to, to at least try to address the complete lunacy that's going on that's affecting literally each and every one of our, our daily lives every day. But we're going to get back to talking about the sports. We're going to get back to talking about, I'm going to have whole music shows and discussions. And we're going to talk, we're going we're gonna to go get back to talking about stuff, the other stuff, the outlandish, crazy, wild stuff that we normally talk about before we start, before we stopped our talk show series. We'll get back to it. But these past, these first three episodes, I just kind of had to touch on any and everything that's breaking news about this particular thing, because this is the first time that I've had to do, to, to be able to do the show. And literally this topic is affecting literally every single person I know in life, some kind of way. All right. Area code, um, area code seven, one, eight, nine, one, five. What up? Who's this? What's good? This is your boy, DJ Cisco, DJ C radio global, DJ C radio global records, DJ C radio global marketing. How you doing? Okay. 100. Man, welcome to the show, bro. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for calling. What's happening? No problem, man. Gator is my man. I'm spinning his music on the channel, so I heard him call in, and he put me on to the show, so I said I got to give you a call. But, I, but I've been rocking with you for years, though. But anyway, listen, my man. I, because you were talking about the uh, social distancing and uh, people, you know, opening up uh, shops again and all that stuff. I think America... That I don't want to just say white privilege because I've seen some black people too doing this, but this privilege of America needs to stay their dumb asses home until people stop dying. You know, right. these Trump supporters who are storming the Capitol or the little downtown area of Michigan with their guns, you know, this shit is just the dumbest shit in the world. If people want you to wear a mask, not to us, uh, Spread a virus that can kill people. Uh, you can't compare it like dumbass Doctor Phil paired it right. to car accidents and the common cold. People in right. America with the three Ks right now are just the dumbest bastards on this planet, 
And it seems like it started once Donald Trump got into office. I don't mean to over-talk your show, but I have a lot to say. It's just that people are dying. My friend's mother died from this. Uh, friends mm-hmm. that I grew up with died from coronavirus. Uh, I'm a former police officer. My partners are suffering right now from COVID-19. So for these dumbass people to get mad because the governor wants to extend the lockdown or the quarantine, it just, it just baffles me. It just shows me how privileged white Americans think they are where they're comparing this lockdown to Hitler. Right. Right. Listen, here's the thing that that is it, it, lunacy. But here's the thing that I want to go all the way back. And, and, and are, are you in New York right now? Is that where you at? Whatever you're from? Yeah. You in New York? Yeah, I'm from New York. Right, so basic, basically, basically one of, if not the hardest hit place in the middle of all of this. Right. So you, you're, you, you're seeing it from a whole nother perspective because I'm, admittedly with internet radio and, and places, we got people calling from all over and listening from all over. So admittedly, it may be places where it's yes. just not bad. It's just, it, it really ain't. They exactly. may have that anybody test positive yet. And we get that. We understand those kind of people are like, bro, I just want to go outside. I just want to go do what I've been doing because they don't know yes. nobody personally. They, they're nothing. But when you're in New York, all right. You know what I'm saying? And people, and they're, and they're, Bro, and they're, it's, they're, called, it's called density. Like, density. Right. We live right, in right. apartment buildings where there's like a thousand people in an apartment building where we're breathing the same fucking air all day, every day. So right. that is not good, bro. You know what I mean? Right. So these yeah. people in these rural areas with their little fucking AR 15 going to City Hall, why are you carrying guns if you're talking <laughs> about a lockdown? You know, right. you know, I hate those fucking. Those are the people <laughs> who who are the chances to America, and they all need to be exterminated, bro. Because those are the generations of people that are handed down that are the ones that used to lynch us and hang people. Their family members used to watch us being hanged. Those are the ones right now protesting about taking away our rights. I'm telling you. That's just my opinion. Yeah. This is not a K one oh this is not K one hundred. This is DJ Cisco talking. All right, listen, Cisco. You I, I and listen, I, I don't want to say that you are way off or too far from the truth. Because here's the thing, here's a here's where it all comes back to fruition. And here's where I kind of sort of slick touch on my topic when I brung up about people who not deciding to not vote for Biden, not vote for Biden because they were standard supporters. I had that little spew I had a little while ago too. And I'll revisit all that in yeah. a second. But I have to break down. So here's the thing. The people that you're talking about, when you talk about people going up with AR-15s, marching, storming City Hall and doing all that, listen, that's no different from the thing that happened up there in Virginia with the rally when the guy ran over the loop, ran over the Charlottesville, girl. Charlottesville. 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 It's, listen, it's, 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 it's what this particular president that we have emboldens those kind of people. He makes them feel yes. like their way of yes. life is being attacked when people don't agree with him. Yes. You feel and, and not yes. and not just and, and their way of life being the, 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 the majority race that pretty much for the most part runs this country. He he makes them feel without even really just saying it outright, he makes them feel threatened whenever somebody comes up to him and tries to say he doesn't know what he's talking about. They take it to a level where yes. they're saying like you're trying to literally take away my way of living and my way of living, the American way, which has been this way yes. since the start, 
is that white people are more prosperous per capita and white people pretty much are the majority in this country and they make things happen. There's more of them. They're at the highest levels of government and finance and everything else and law enforcement. And just like a lot of uh, a lot of them hide, hide within the FBI ranks and the police ranks uh, and some of them are, yeah. you know, apologies. the whole point is this. He makes them feel like when you attack him, you attack them and their way, quote unquote, way yeah. of life. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they immediately yeah. take part like, oh, you're, you're trying to take away America, spelled with three Ks. Bro. You feel what I'm saying? Bro, let it's me, a, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, let me just, let me just say something. My wife is white. My kids uh, are biracial. I am not a racist person by far. However, the white racist people that killed the Indians, that took over this land and came here on some racist shit, the Jim Crow era and all that, these are the ones that support Donald Trump. These are their relatives. I'm telling you, these are their relatives. And it's up to us. I don't even like Biden, really, bro. I don't like Biden. I don't think the Democrats are being strong enough vocally and physically and mentally. They're not being strong enough. They're not holding because Donald Trump holds rallies. He has a cult following, bro. He has a yeah. cult following. These people are brainwashed and are freaking retarded, low IQ, mostly people of low following him. But they make up the majority of America. So they, he has a large support system. I yeah. just feel yeah. that the Democrats need to do a lot more as engaging us to fire us up to come out to vote for them. You know, I have guns. I'm into uh, the Second Amendment and supporting my gun rights. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden is talking about taking away guns. So, you know, I do want to get Donald Trump out of here, but I hate to say it because I hate Donald Trump guts. I hate his family guts. I hate his wife. I hate them all. But I do agree with him on a certain things like bringing uh, things back to America. Like, why do, do you know that, the FDA approved chicken farms in America to produce chicken, have it sent to China for uh, a, for 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 standards testing, and then sent back to America. What kind of dumb shit is that? Why can't who did, we have the America? Who did, huh? Who, who 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 what? What administration did that? Not Obama. <laughs> Bro, it was way before Obama. It was right. way before Obama. It's been yeah. like, yeah, 30, 40 years. I totally right. get that. And I and that's one thing I agree with this retard, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. as trying to stop. Because why should we have our China and the shit back for us to consume? That shit does not make any fucking sense to me. Like, America, okay. what the hell happened? Me, so I kind of agree with him on some shit like that. Well, go ahead, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. And I, let me ask you this. Yeah. Here's a question, though. Out of everything that you're yeah. saying, and we don't have we don't have enough, a lot of time to go through all the ills of Donald Trump, but you say one thing. That I'm I gotta sorry. Ask, okay. Hold on, but they got one. It's one thing because we got people listening, and and I and I was letting you talk because I wanted to see what you were gonna say after you said that. Now you said that. I got you, brother. You know, you you hate it. You hate his guts. And my rant earlier, you I might not. You hear it. I do too. I don't like him at all. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't like him. I don't like him enough that even though I agree with. What you're saying about the Democrats not yeah. being fired enough, Joe Biden yes. is definitely 
not my very first Democrat that I wanted to, to vote yes, for. Exactly. No way to but guess what I'm going to do 100%. I know that I'm going to do in November. Two things I know I'm going to do. Is vote no, not I'm for going Trump. To vote. Exactly. And it's not going to be for Trump. That's just it. That's, that's I got it. you, brother. Brother, I feel you 100%. And if I was on my radio station right now, I would press the applause button. And you are right absolutely right. So I don't want the I don't I don't want the people to get it twisted right. thinking that I'm pro Trump or I'm going to vote for this dumb bastard. I'm right. not. I'm just saying that uh, the, the the Democrats need to step the game up. I'm not going to uh, you know take take over your time, brother. Thank you so much for having me on the show, and I love you. And keep doing what you're doing. All right. Absolutely, brother. Thank you for calling in. This is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop, and R&B. I'm not in love with the Democratic Party either right now. There's a lot of bullshit going on over there. It is. I just hate Trump more. (laughs) They're they're just going to benefit. They're going to get my vote because of how much I feel like he's unqualified. And it's not even about just pure hate. He's unqualified, fam. Listen, I'm not talking about people be like, you're emotional. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, <clears throat> I've, I, I watch everything. He is unqualified as a statesman, as a politician, and as a human being to be the president of the United States of America. It's, 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 he's unqualified. He should have never won. He only won because of some of the things that this guy just mentioned about his base and a whole bunch of other stuff that it would take me a whole two-hour show to break down that I don't have time for. Simply put, he should have never been elected. He's unqualified. And as much as I feel like I don't like Joe Biden for certain reasons and the Democratic Party has pissed me off on several levels, I can tell you unequivocally as a statesman, a politician, as far as that being a career, being your job, and as a human being, even though he's not the best human being, because he did fucking endorse that crime bill, he did. Fuck Joe Biden for that. But none of that compares with the unqualified. His his qualifications are not the he's 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 already he's at the top as a politician. He's a career politician. So that's not even not even a close tie. Even as a statesman, he did great work as the vice president because his role was mostly being a statesman in that role. His relationships with other countries, his ability to work with other leaders of nations, statesman, statesman, politician, human being is where we can start to degrade Joe a little bit. But I, damn if we degrade Joe down to the level of fucking Donald Trump as a human fucking being, bro. Just as a person, a person, the person we're talking about. The temperament, the narcissism, the lies, not the lies that we know all politicians tell. Yeah, when I get elected, I'm going to do this. No, the fuck you're not. But you made it sound good, Joe. Not those lies. The blatant lie on camera. Go right back and act like I didn't say that last week. And we got it recorded and we just played it back for you. And the reporter asked you a question about, what about when you said this? Oh, no. And you, but we got it on fucking camera. And you did say that. And we're not talking about promises that you, shit, you promise people on the campaign trail. We're talking about 
Real lies. Oh, I never called it a hoax. Fucking all out lies. There's a difference. Statesman, politician, human being, Joe gets my vote. All right. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. And that's just the end of it. That's the fucking end of it, bro. I just can't not vote, and I can't vote for Trump. So guess what's going to happen in November? When I fall up in the polls, I'm voting for the guy on the other side of the poll. And I got my own reasons why I feel how I feel about voting. Uh, influences from my grandfather who passed away was really big into the civil rights movement. He marched for the right to vote. He got his face kicked in by the Ku Klux Klan marching for the right to vote. Nah, I ain't going to sit it out. And I don't really give a shit how you feel about it. That was my granddad that got kicked in the face by the Klan. Just so we could have the opportunity to do it. My granddaddy. I don't give a fuck what your granddaddy did, but I know what my granddaddy did. You feel what I'm saying? So fuck you and all you not voting motherfuckers. Why do, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit you're going to tell me about the system. Don't, they don't, I don't give a, a flying, single, solitary fuck. Don't talk to me about that. I'm just going to hang up on you or just listen to you and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And then just totally dismiss everything you just said. Because I got my own reasons why I believe in voting and why I go to vote. So not voting for me is not an option. And like I said already, voting for Donald Trump is not either. 347-934-0966, that's the number to dial into the show. Uh, oh, the 281 wants to talk now, I think. Area code 281. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, so I'm just piggybacking because uh, I agree with what you said about Donald Trump. In order, first of all, with that election, I, it's just my opinion, but we were failed. We as the nation, we were failed when he was elected because mm-hmm. you have to have some type of political background, in my opinion, qualify. He was my father. I recently watched Designated Survivor on Netflix. Now, this is just a fictional show that's original. But if you haven't watched it, watch it. Because it's got Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. I watched it. And a president by default of a casualty that blew up the right. Capitol, the terrorist blew up the Capitol, and he became the next elected president by no political running, no background. He was like something totally fucking different. Right. But he succeeded. But he, he succeeded. Right. But I said that to say, this motherfucker uh-huh. we got right now? <laughs> right. And that's I, I'm going I'm, to I'm stop right there. Because like I said, he got it by the luck of the draw. But the system that's in charge of every fucking thing when we vote fails us. Because they should have stopped it at door number one when he didn't have no kind of background as far as running. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I got to say. That's all I wanted to piggyback on. Everything else, like the show, still loving it. loving it since way back. But there's a whole new segment. I like points of view. And I'm one of the ones that's going to express some shit. But, yeah. All right. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for calling in. Listen. All right. I want to thank you for calling in. First thing I want to say is I actually do watch Designated Survivor. 
Um, it's on Netflix now, but it actually started as a show on uh, another TV station. I think it was what was it, y'all? NBC. I can't remember what it was. It's, but Netflix ended up picking it up, right? So it didn't start on Netflix. It was on another station, and then Netflix ended up picking it up. And you know, just like they pick up some other TV shows. However, in 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 on the show, if you never saw it, like she said, Keeper Sutherland, um, he plays uh some low some some low level uh congressman, um, you know, in some really small remote district. He's really an architect. He's got a lot of other things going on. And somebody blows up the State of the Union address when all the all the uh, petitions, the president. Basically, long story short, line of succession, he becomes the president. But in the show, he ends up being really great at the job. And the base part, the base part of that character is exactly why Donald Trump is unqualified to be the president. Now, listen, I will say that I don't feel like you should have to have been a politician per se to become the president. However, I prefer it. But we have had other people hold government offices who've never been in politics before. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor, but ask people of California how they turned out. You feel what I'm saying? We've, we've, we've had people leverage stardom into getting political offices, and then they do good jobs. And on that show, the president ends up becoming a really good president based off one fact. He was really never never really wanted to be it, wasn't qualified for it, but the one thing that made him ultimately end up failing on some points and winning on some points was he was a decent person. It all started with that character of him before he was thrust into this whole spotlight and all this shit got blew up and everything and he became the president at the core he was a good person and all of that swayed his decisions when he became president and so on the show even though it's not real even though it's a TV show the whole basis and premise of his presidency is essentially that hey this is just really a good dude all of the he ends up getting people to follow him who were skeptical his his his, his uh uh, Chief of Staff was skeptical. His uh, press secretary said all these guys, all these people, all these characters. You ever watched this show? All of them was like, he's not qualified. How the hell did he become the president? Even a former president didn't like him. Ended up being a traitor. That's not the point. Point is, the ultimate basis of it was he was just a good guy. And every decision that he was trying to make early on when he was clueless as to even how to do the job was, he's just a good guy. He's trying to do the right thing. And shit starts to work out for him. Donald Trump is not a good person. He's just not. And that's why we're in the fucking predicament we're in now. Because he's just not a good fucking person, fam. Some people make bad decisions. Some people make political decisions. But Donald Trump is just not a good person. That's why we're in this shit. And that's why people who follow him are the kind of people that will take an AR-15 to a fucking courthouse and protest a quarantine. Because they're probably generally not fucking good people either. And they need somebody to follow. This is a lot of stupid assholes in the country. You are tuned to the K100 right. Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. Hey. <laughs> We're coming up on the end of the show. K100, you bad you bad So yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. I want to thank everybody that that, that called in. I appreciate it. Uh, anybody got an update on uh, Teddy Riley and um, Babyface? Did they get the sound right this time? Somebody type over there on the Facebook Live and let me know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They get the sound right. I appreciate you guys who are over here checking out points of view. 
who are listening to this show, who are watching this show. I appreciate you guys for rocking with us right now. I know, listen, everybody's locked in. Um, I kind of, I couldn't, I, I really just couldn't figure out a better time to try to relaunch uh, this particular segment and relaunch this talk show series and relaunch the talk show shot, the talk show side of K100 Radio than right now because, frankly, I've got more time like the rest of you got. You guys got more time to, to check it out. Uh, more people are starting to just understand live streaming and get into it and you know maybe you just scrolling and you checking this out or whatever i just couldn't think of a better time and then there's on top of the fact that there's so much to talk about right now that's really relevant uh i just feel like this was the best time for me to go ahead and relaunch uh the points of view segment the talk show side of cable 100 radio and so it's been working out i expect the numbers to grow but right now i'm just appreciative of anybody who can Jump back on the bandwagon with us on we, as we get back on track with this side of things. I want to remind you guys um, that uh, uh, we do have some uh, changes over there on the K1's radio page. Uh, on the, uh, Not the page, but the K1's radio website. Got more changes coming. Uh, so I've been working on some other stuff that I'm going to launch over there. Uh, we're going to have merch coming soon. I'm finally getting it up. I've got the store page up, but you can't really order stuff yet. But I'm going to have merch coming so you guys can order your own K100 Radio gear if you want to support us like that by ordering T-shirts and sweaters when it get cold and hats and bandanas. All that stuff is coming. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm in the middle of getting all that. I, I've been saying I was going to do that for years, but now I actually got the right accounts and stuff set up to be able to actually sell it and get the orders out and stuff like that. I don't have to worry about it myself. So... All those things are coming to K100 Radio, and I, I appreciate any support that you guys can give us. And also, uh, we have a new show alert, um, Cheryl Underwood. Y'all remember Cheryl Underwood? Comedian Cheryl Underwood, right? Y'all know her. So, you know, she's funny as hell. Um, anyway, she has a show called uh, House Party. Uh, we're going to actually put that in the syndication. Uh, they reached out to us, and it was like, you know, we got a really nice format over here, a really nice setup. And they they like, do we want to, you know, uh, syndicate the show? Uh, sent us over the paperwork that we needed to look at. It seems like a pretty, pretty cool, you know, situation for us to be able to maybe pull some ears in. Um, I'm going to announce the showtime where we're going to actually uh, air it. Um, and it's pretty funny. It's a two-hour show. Um, Cheryl Underwood is hilarious. Uh, she does play music in between. They play music in between. They're talking. Uh, it's her and a couple other people that she just have the discussions with. She has special guests on. She's a celebrity, so people that she's you know, friends within the industry, they come on to her show. Um, but I've listened to, they sent me a couple of the shows just so I can get a feel of it. And uh, it's funny. It's, it's pretty good. So uh, we're excited about the fact that we're going to have uh, Cheryl Underwood's show uh, starting to be uh, syndicated over here on K100 Radio. That's going to be dope. So just be on the lookout for that and uh, tune in when it goes uh, up. And, you know, of course, you can listen to it other places. That's the whole point of syndication, right? But if you're a K100 Radio fan, it'll just be more content, something that you can uh, look forward to checking out over here on the broadcast uh, once we get the uh, schedule uh, time and everything set up. So I just want to make sure I got a chance to say all that before we get to the end of the show. Anybody else want to chime in? K100 Radio. Uh, I got still people got people on the phone line, so I'm going to go back to the uh, go back over to the uh, switchboard real quick. I want to bring Kiana back on the line because I talked to her earlier, but she never did get a chance to tell me how she felt about uh, the political discussion I had. Uh, Kiana, you still here? Yeah, I'm here. All right. What do you think about um, about people who say they're not going to vote? There's a lot of people that they're saying they're not going to vote for Joe Biden. There's a lot of black people who look at 
his involvement with that uh, crime bill back in the 90s that ended up sending a lot of people to prison. Not that everybody that went to prison was quote-unquote innocent, but much harsher sentences ended up going out uh, to black people during the crack era behind that uh, bill that he crafted. So a lot of black people who had people that do, did, did time in prison or who went to prison themselves just flat out refused to vote for him. And a lot of Bernie Sanders reporters are still going to be butthurt because he didn't win. They're not going to vote. And that's pretty much how we ended up in this predicament we're in now with Donald Trump being the president. A lot of people just didn't show up because they didn't like the, uh, the candidate. What do you say about um, about all of that, about people not voting for, uh, not going to vote because of that? And what are your plans uh, come November? Well, I think that people need to get out there and vote because look at our ancestors that died just for us to have that right. So I wouldn't really look at it like, don't look at it personally. Look at it like that's your human right to do it, exercise it. So I would say get out there and vote. I plan to vote. On, it, it's going to be cold, but I'm still going to try my best to get out there. Make it vote. Make it count. Because, you, you know, if you don't vote, your voice won't be heard. So I think All people right. need to really get out there and do it. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going back over here to J.C. Rocker. She ran my pressure up. I'm going back to J.C. now. J.C. Hello. How did I run your pressure up? I'm just wondering. You For ran real. my pressure. Up. You ran my pressure up by saying my pressure was ran up when my pressure wasn't ran up. Uh, sir. First of <laughs> all, sir, you go. You gonna need to hear the recap and hear yourself, and then you're gonna see why I said that. Like I said, Vina, if you're listening, check his pressure. But I want to say this about those dumbass protesters. I hope wherever they're at that these medical doctors know their, see their faces and learn their faces because if they catch corona, this is what I want them to do. And I'm sorry if this sounds like me being a cold-hearted bitch, but I am a cold-hearted bitch. I hope they don't get treated. Since, since you feel like your rights are taken away, I'm like, how about your life? How about your life is just taken away from your stupidity? Just die. Just die. That's how I feel. Right. I'm not. I'm not. You know what? And I, I, I listen. You're, 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 you're a tough one, but you're not just cold-hearted. But I'll say this. <laughs> Stand by, JC. She's a tough one, but JC ain't cold-hearted like that. She got some heart. Listen, I am not opposed to what she just said. I feel like, honestly, if you're one of these people who feel like your rights are being taken away, okay, cool. Sign this little waiver right here at your local hospital you don't want to stay home cool if you get sick we have the right to refuse your stupid ass treatment listen why should why if we're already short on ventilators and there's been problems and we had to fight to get masks and fight to get people why should we treat somebody who just refuses to adhere to the quarantine fuck them let them die now, I'm being serious. Now, I don't know. I'm pretty, I think JC was for real serious, too. And maybe we just cold-hearted people. But I'm for real, like, let them die. If you don't want to adhere to the quarantine, and you feel like the quarantine is, 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 in, is in invading on your liberties, then by all means, just know that if you go out here and you contract COVID-19, the hospital can say, sorry, fam, can't do nothing for you. 
Hey, hey. no, it, it, it's not real. We, 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 they're, they're, they're trampling over your over your civil liberties. You the new rolls of fucking parks. Let you tell it. Die. No treatment. No, you know you definitely can't get a ventilator. If you get it, if you you can't get a ventilator. If you knowingly and we and they can show it and show that you just had complete disregard for quarantining and you just oh okay cool 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 fam. Just know if it hit the fan, it's a wrap for you. And we can just keep it a hundred, and we can just handle it like that. That's all I got for today. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop right. and R&B. All right, K100, you bad One other thing though, I see. Um, I'm over here looking on the uh, live stream, and uh, let me see. Corey Johnson, them saying that uh, the battle is still going on over there. All right. Somebody, Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley having something going on with his connection? Corey says, he ain't going to rag on Teddy. I guess he's still, he's still down with Teddy. He don't want to talk too bad about Teddy. Teddy didn't had enough beat down over the past 24 to 48 hours. I don't know. But I guess I'll, I'll, I'll swing by and maybe pop in on that if I possibly can when I get off air and check out what's going on over there on that Facebook live page. I mean, uh, Instagram live page with those two guys. But uh, listen, I appreciate you guys. Uh, for tuning in to K100 Radio. Again, this is uh, Points of View. Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. That is the scheduled slotted time. If you miss any part of this show, if you miss any part of this show, just like um everything else that we do over here, we archive everything. Uh, the recording is a part of our official podcast on Spotify. Uh, you can listen to it there. Just throw it on your headphones if you want to just hear me rant and rave and, and play it back and listen to the conversation. JC Rocker said I sounded like I was... My blood pressure was going up. But this is just how I am. I'm an animated person when I host. And she knows this. I don't know why J.C. Rock even trying to make it seem like I'm just being extra. I mean, she knows this is just what the fuck I do. Anyway, if you want to hear more of what the fuck I do, please subscribe to the podcast over there on Spotify. Also, please, you can uh, if you like SoundCloud for some reason more, SoundCloud has stuff that you could probably like more. Uh our uh our our shows are archived on soundcloud uh also if you're a youtuber and you just like to watch videos or play it in the background this show will be on youtube also on our youtube channel please subscribe all right and i appreciate it so listen uh subscribe to the channel follow the uh uh, spotify podcast also make sure you connect with us please sign up for our email list uh there's a little subscription thing over there we don't have your email uh, make sure you subscribe to our uh, email list over there on uh, k1radio.com and be uh, sure to check in over there. People over there at least once a day, read an article or something, share a page. We got new uh, featured artist section over there that we're, uh, uh, we've got contributing writers starting to really populate that page. Uh, so some uh, 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 featured artists uh, from some of the writers uh, who are uh, that they locate. These are all media professionals and PR people. Um, so there's not, you know, you can't just get on that page. Um, you're probably going to build a relationship with them. Go over there and look at the authors and then find out who they are. All their names is over there and their social media information so you can connect with them and build a relationship with them to possibly get on the featured artist page over there. Uh, but we got a whole bunch of different stuff over there on the uh, website. So if you haven't had a chance to just go over there and rock out and uh, check out K100Radio.com, please do. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to K100 Radio. This has been another section of uh, segment of Points of View. 
Um, let me see. What am I going to end it with tonight? Let me see. Let me see. No, we had some... Um, we had uh, one other song that was really dope. Hold on a second. That one joint, uh, Elijah Rosario, that focus popping joint. I'm going to end with this. This is an artist uh, that got ill in our Illa Kill segment. I'll just end it with this song and ride out into the sunset. You guys catch us on the next uh, uh, points of view next week. Illa Kill still going down Wednesday, 8 to 10 p.m. Tune in. A lot of artists sent their music this week because uh, we sent out an email blast and got a whole bunch of people that opened it. And my email went berserk with submissions. Everybody ain't going to get on this segment, but we got a lot of them. So tune in. Um, hopefully, it's another great show for Illa Kill uh, Wednesday, 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, got some more uh, direct line interviews, but I don't think I'm going to get to them this week. Uh, maybe next week. Uh, so please tune in uh, for those two. And that's it. This is K1's Radio, and I'm out, fam. Thank y'all for tuning in. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. K100, you bad one. I've been contemplating if I should make a move. Start up a conversation, getting to know the basis while we find a groove. Caught up in the moment Our body's getting tuned You say that you got me open Popping it through the motion Focus on you She said I don't really get out that often But when I do I get it popping With blood in my ear And say what about you Told her I don't really get out that but when I do, I get it popping And I like this vibe that I got with you Girl, I'm impressed You got me caught up in a day Making me feel some type of way You think I'm in love No, I ain't pressed But you got a vibe I can't deny And you make me feel a high I'm feeling that rush Yeah how about we leave this club and do our own thing? Go we broke on this spot, let's do some grown things. More drinks with a lot of laughter. Making love all night to the morning after. Hey, I'm hoping we move too fast, oh yeah. I'm hoping we can make this last, oh yeah. I'm hoping we don't find it crash, no. I'm hoping cause. Girl, I'm impressed. 